Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are tuned in to the Vitamin D Podcast, and I'm your host, Dawn Day. On this episode, we're switching it up a bit. Today, I'm digging in the email bag from listeners just like you who need advice on passion, purpose, career, love, you name it. So if you need advice on any of these or more, I want you to go ahead and submit your vitamin D advice letters to vitamin D at dawndayspeaks.com. You know, we all have questions and, and need advice of the direction that we're going into. If there's any way I can shed light into your life or what's going on, I want to hear from you. So now let's dive in and see what y'all got to say. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited about your life. Subject, career advancement or possibility of love. Dear Dawn, I'm a 32-year-old man who hasn't been in a committed relationship in a decade. Not for looks, just for a lack of ability to put up with the normal dating rigmarole. Until I met her a few months ago, and I've been falling madly for her since. I've also been in sales for the past 10 years and have been wildly unsuccessful in my career goals as well. Until today, when my boss offered me a management position with about a 30% pay increase, 1,000 miles away. So I find myself at a crossroads of love and success. And I'm wondering if you got some advice or experience in that area. Well, I'll say this, 32. You know, that is a transformational age when you do find love. And it is a time to think about the trajectory of your love life as well as your career. But I'm a firm believer in uh, what's yours will come back to you. And I don't think there's a situation of you're saying no to an opportunity. Now, let's think about it. You have been at your career for the past 10 years in the same way as you haven't dated in 10 years. They say that your love as well as your career are both on an upward spiral at the same time. Because where you find your passion, you find your purpose. And when your purpose and your passion reside, you'll see that love complements that. So I say go ahead and move with purpose and definitely have an open conversation. Because who knows? It may work out that she may actually want to come with you. But you'll know when it's right. And you don't have to force things. And you'll know that you don't have to sacrifice things. And when you think about love and when you think about living your best life and when you think about career, remember all of this is supposed to work for your greater good. So having to choose right now, I think it's early. Think about it. You only met her a few months ago. I'm not saying to disregard it, but don't necessarily change the whole trajectory of your life. Because again, If it's going to work out, she will be there. You know, we have a lot of things going on now with long distance relationships. Is this something that's budding that you can see? So I'll say this, stick to your path. You've waited to increase a 30% increase a thousand miles away. What's in a flight? You pay for her to come visit. Go out there and visit her. Or heck, she may get a transition of a job to where you are. Follow your purpose. Follow your passion. Love will find you, okay? That's what I got to say. All right, so let's go on to the next letter. Subject, should I start an OnlyFans account? Dear Dawn, 28-year-old female here. So Corona has absolutely ruined my income as well as a few other personal things. I've tried selling clothes and getting a new job, but it's not working. I've wanted to start an OnlyFans account for a while and now I'm seriously getting close to doing so. Would it hurt my future career if I didn't show my face and used a fake name? I have broader aspirations to be a professional singer or dancer, what my training and education is in. So I'm wondering that I'll have a hard time getting mainstream work if it ever gets out, but also I kind of need the money, thanks so much. Well, dear 28-year-old female, 
the decision is yours whether or not you want to create an OnlyFans account. Now, I don't know if the rumor is true, but I heard that Cardi B established her OnlyFans account, not to mention that she is a mainstream artist and singer who is a well-known stripper. Now, I'm not here to knock anyone's hustle. Now, me personally in the career that I am in, that's not something that I would do, but you have to do what works for you. And you have to use your skills and to better yourself. So if it's a matter of deciding how you're going to eat, figure that out. But if it's going to hinder what you want to do with your life, that's what you have to consider. So what is your brand? Who are you? If your brand coincides with the fact of you having a phony fans account, do it. I know myself and growing up, my brand has always been something that I've help to curate. But I also know that it's an authenticity and the transparency. And if that's your story, that's going to go into your music. You need these things. Now, when you come to a point where you feel like you are sacrificing your morality of who you are, that's when it's off the table and that's when it's off limits. But walk in your truth. If you choose to get on OnlyFans to get your money, get your money up, but use it strategically. Now, if your thought process is that if I cut off my head, they won't know who I am. If I change my name, you cannot bank on that. Don't do anything that you wouldn't want your face or your name attached to. And that's also you going and living in your truth. This is only a moment in season. But again, if you have it where you are compromising your morals, your values and who you are, don't do it. If not, honey, get your money. All right, let's go to this next letter. Subject, 27 waitress, bachelor in psychology, no motivation, going nowhere. Dear Dawn, hello, I'm not sure what to write. I will make it as short as I possibly can. I'm a 27-year-old female. Four years ago, my life used to be perfect. I was driven, motivated, ambitious, and determined. At the time, I could say I was the happiest I had ever been. Going to school was really my passion. I worked as a hostess and slowly moved up to being a waitress. I worked and went to school. During this time, I met a young man who would soon later become my boyfriend. And it was the worst four years of my life. The relationship was very abusive, very toxic, mentally draining. It destroyed me inside and out. I stopped doing everything I loved. I managed to push myself to graduate just so I can finish. It had reached a point where I wasn't attending any of my classes. I just didn't care anymore. I ended up leaving the relationship six months ago for good. And I don't plan on going back. I feel I'm going on a stupid rant that doesn't make sense. I feel lost. I feel hopeless and unmotivated. It's killing me inside. I wasted so much time and so much of my youth. I feel old and I feel with not being in school, I've gotten dumber or maybe it's just in my head. I graduated with a bachelor in psychology and I would like to do something with it. Maybe start working somewhere that goes hand in hand with my field and also go back to school. However, I'm a negative person, especially now, and I have no experience as a graduate student, and I feel no one is going to accept me, not even schools. I feel effed up about all my opportunities for a stupid relationship with a person I'm not with anymore. Just need some advice, some guidance, something, some help. Please, I'm desperate. I'm tired of letting my past define me, but I need something. I used to go to a therapist, but it started getting expensive. And I tried talking to supportive friends and family, but it goes nowhere. I'm complacent and stuck. I'm tired of being a child. I want to be an adult and self-improve. I want to have my life back together, or at least somewhat different. I've been working in the restaurant industry for four plus years, and it's stressful and not worth the money. I want to do something where I can help people. Any thoughts? 
Well, 27-year-old waitress, I get it that you want to help other people. But after reading this letter, it sounds like the person you need to help is yourself. And here's the thing. I'm not going to knock you. You did take the first step. The fact that you're reaching out and you're asking for advice is the first step to you getting the help that you need because you're admitting that there is something that's not right. Now, here's the thing. We get in relationships and I think sometimes we don't already know who we are. We can lose ourselves. And sometimes when you are with a partner that compliments you, you find that you find yourself together and you build and you grow. So while this relationship did take you off a deterrence, you got to understand that you got something from it. You got to understand what it is that you don't want. But now that you realize what you don't want, now it's time to step in the realm of possibility what you do want. You're a smart girl. You've proven that going through graduate school, that you have the motivation to get something started. But now I need you to transfer that into the inspiration to start what you finished. You study psychology. So that goes on with the thinking and the mindset. I need for you to sit down and do the work with yourself. You can say that the therapy was too expensive, but you said you're working to be an adult and you're ready to step in that light. So it's time for you to put your big panties on and make the investment of changing your life. Just like you make the investment of listening to the vitamin D podcast, you need to outsource whether that's busting a few more tables so that you can be financially equipped to do what your purpose is. Because I find a lot of times that we're in a room and we don't understand that the lights are off. But wait a minute, what happens when you're in the room and you know the lights are on and yet the door is still locked? You're in a room right now, the lights are on and the door is locked. And the way to get to the key is to get the help that you need to unlock your potential. Did you catch what I said? The way to get out the room is to grab the key to unlock the potential that's already in there. So my advice would be for you is go back to the therapy and get what you need. You need to understand what got you attracted to this kind of man, because it could be very well that block that's preventing you from excelling in your graduate career and your aspirations. Understand that how we do anything is how we do everything. So if you look at a situation and how you're approaching something as constantly an obstacle, whether it's going to be in your career, whether it's going to be in your love life, whether it's going to be in just everyday life, you will find something that will get in the way and start reintroducing that toxic mentality that starts to drain in your life that you receive from this relationship. Now, listen, I believe in you. While you had the worst four years of your life, you got an experience that you can never go back to. Okay. I want you to be the best. So being the best is investing in your life. The best investment that you can make right now is going to see a therapist because it's not meant for you to figure it out on your own. It's not meant for you to have all things together, but it's meant for you to place piece by piece so that you can be whole again. Okay, get out there and live your best life. You're not a child. You're an adult. It's time to self-improve, but you got to put in the work. All right, let's go on to this next letter. Subject, should I give up my big ambitions in life? Dear Dawn, 19 male from the Netherlands. From a kid and onwards, I have always wanted to be rich and influential in the world. To achieve big things, always had this thought because I sometimes felt pretty smart compared to other kids and thus that I could achieve big things. Then in high school, I still thought I was smart but didn't put in too much work, which got me medium and sort of high grades when I was lucky or really interested in. Still, I had the feeling that if I worked hard enough in the end, I'd achieve stuff. At the time, I also listened to a lot of motivational stuff. This didn't help. I applied to a good private university in the U.S., 
But looking back, I simply hadn't done enough for a chance to be able to get in there. Still got into a good university in my own country. Not really my ideal placement, though. So now I've been in college for a year and I enjoyed here very much and the people around me. But I still feel like I'm so much less than I could be. Of course, the dream is becoming some super young tech CEO, but that's almost impossible. The odds are so against me and I really don't stand out in my coding or business classes. So I've been thinking lately if I should just decide to give up that thought of having to achieve great stuff in the tech field. Should I instead settle for a more mediocre life? The problem is, is that when I think about it, I seem to really think I'm better than that kind of life. I just never put enough work. And to be fair, I never have. I have never actually showed that to myself. And I like parties. I like socializing, etc. And I see that takes me farther from where I feel my capability could lead me. I've always placed some value on my knowledge. And if that's not an area in my life where I shine, I don't really have anything else. So now I'm thinking about if I should just stop trying and try to accept the mediocrity or that I can somehow for the first time in my life get my ish together. Am I being too hard on myself? Is it okay to be normal when you feel deep down that you're destined for greatness? How do I get myself to stop messing around? Am I not too young to be worrying about this? Any help or thoughts you could provide would be appreciated. Ooh, child. 19 male from Netherlands. Here's what I'll say first and foremost before we delve in anything. It is something to be said when you know you have greatness on your life. When you said that you know that there is greatness on your life or greater for you and how you want to step into greatness, you have an obligation to fulfill that. Because you'll find that if you try to do anything else than you tapping into your greatest potential, you're setting yourself up for a life of misery. And even just listening to the brand and the vitamin D podcast and what we're all about here is that you have to live your best life. And when you have greater on your life, because and you know this because it came to you and you know there's more, you have to step up and fulfill it. It's interesting when it's not a question of whether or not you have the capability. It all that matters is if you're ready to apply it. So the fact that your knowledge is your, your strong suit, you got to make a decision. You know, people always say, well, how do you become successful? Or how do you do whatever you want to do? And how, how do you be the best you can be? It starts with a choice. See, there's not a question of whether or not you get greatness inside of you. The question is, is whether you're ready to ignite it. And that means it's going to come with discipline. Yes, there's parties. There will always be parties. But when will you step in the moment of now? It sounds like your time is now to go into that tech field. You just said that you didn't put your all into it. And when you're interested, well, guess what? You're not going to be interested in everything that comes your way. But if you want results, you got to put in the work. Dreams don't work unless you do. So the idea of even entertaining the possibility of giving up is not an option when you are an avid listener of the Vitamin D podcast and when you talk about living your best life. You know how many people would love to just have a natural knack at coding or, you know, just to be in the business classes? But you do. It's something that is innately in yours. So please follow your passion and just put the discipline and the work in. You know, if I hadn't put in the discipline to work, I wouldn't be talking to you on the Vitamin D podcast. You know how many times I had to stay up late at night when I couldn't go out, when I wanted to help with friends? Because I made a choice that I have to do this. So 
When it comes down to your success and achieving the big things that you want out of life, you got to make the choice. You don't always have to be the smartest person in the room. You just got to be the person that knows how to ask the right questions. So you're doing the first step is to figure out, should you give up and live a mediocre life? No, you are not meant to be mediocre. You are extraordinary. There's greatness inside of you and it's destined for that. So stop messing around and know you're not too young to be thinking about the outcome of your life. You are in college. Now was the decision or now was the opportunity to explore other things, to figure out what you want and to take it seriously, to start putting one foot in the front of the other and decide what you want out of life. Because guess what? You can have whatever you want. You have enough time to make a decision. You have enough flexibility to move. Now, I don't know if you step into the realm, if you have children, you're in a relationship, but if you don't, exercise your freedom and flexibility and move and bend and stretch what you need to do so that you can make your dreams a reality. Giving it up is not an option right here. Being mediocre is not an option here. We said not an okay life. We said the best life. Go out there and tighten your bootstraps. Get into the classes that you want. Stop going to all these parties and be the best that you can be. I appreciate you uh, listening from across the world. Thank you very much. All right, let's see what we got up next. Subject, how do I overcome self-loathing? Subject, how do I overcome self-loathing? Dear Dawn, I'm a 36-year-old man living in a major city in the U.S. and I've been shy for as long as I can remember. I'm also tired of it. I never really talked much to people. I'm lucky that my job never involves much face-to-face interaction, but I want to gain courage to talk to women and to stop being so unconfident. I want to experience life and feel emotions more. Whenever I say hi to some stranger, it always sounds meek and low. I want to sound confident and loud. Okay, 36-year-old man living in a major city. Well, I appreciate you reaching out. And what kind of advice do you give someone that wants to be more confident to keep doing it? Just like with anything, you know, if you have to first start out just looking in the mirror and speaking to yourself, you got to look at yourself and say, I'm handsome. I'm great. Let's have an amazing day because that's the only thing. It's not about whether or not, you know, you got it or whether or not you're interested in. Sometimes you got to get used to saying things. You know, I read this book one time a few years ago and it's called uh, Do You. And it talks about how your ear is like an embryo and what you feed in your ear starts to grow. Sometimes you got to do some self-talk. You know, I have a tattoo in my mouth that says life because I speak life. I encourage you, young man, to start speaking life in yourself. Because you've gotten to the point where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And you're going to get to a point, especially now, day and age, you have to have that interaction. And if you want a relationship, that means you're going to have to communicate. But I need you to communicate with yourself first. And, you know, you know that it's there because you're at a point right now that you're not sure whether or not you are able to speak up for yourself. And you know what I love about all of this is that you recognized it. You can hear it in yourself. Oftentimes I see that. Sometimes we have different things that we want to work on and we're ashamed of it and we don't know how. The first step is identifying and you've done that. Each day you wake up, tell yourself that you, you're the baddest brother around town. Tell yourself that you're amazing. And if you need to, enlist some of your friends and start working up on your pickup lines. Go to a bar to yourself. Just compliment a woman on her shoes or hair. Women love to hear compliments all the time. And if you can give that, that will come back to you. 
So keep stepping in the forefront. You're lucky right now that everything is shut down with COVID. So you don't have to go into meetings face to face just yet. But through technology, step by step. Just start with a hello, start with a text, and then keep moving forward. Use the bass in your voice. Put your shoulders back and stand tall, okay? But you got this. All right, let's go to the next letter. Subject, coming up on 30, going back to school. Dear Dawn, I will be 30 years old soon. I live in a small rural town, and I had to drop out of college when I was 19. I tried to go back later on, but due to funds and other issues, I couldn't. Now I have a chance to go back to college because of a recent inheritance, but I'm having a hard time finding a point in doing so. Sadly, I cannot work due to my disability and likely will never be able to work again. I can't start a business and I cannot do the work I always wanted to do, being a marine biologist as it requires too much field work and I can't work from home. Because all of this, I've struggled with finding purpose. I've always wanted to go to college to have that experience, but if it's not going to get me where I want to be, What's the point? Why waste the money? I can't get my dream career. I can't work. I would only have a degree and that's it. I've thought about what else I could study. I love history. I could try to get a history degree or something. I do love animals and I've thought of just donating the money to local shelters and nonprofits helping marine wildlife. Maybe that'd be a better thing to do. I'm having a hard time trying to figure out if it's worth it just for the experience. Is there any light you can shed on the benefit of going back to college? What would you do? What should I do? Pros, cons. I like this. I like this letter because it reminds to every person that is budding about what you should do in life. I want to first and foremost say this. It's never too late to go after your dreams. I don't care if you're 19, 45, or 80. Your dream is your purpose and it ignites your passion. And we all need passion to live. Now, you say that you at 19, you had to drop out because of for said reasons and you haven't told us what your disability is. So it's kind of hard for us to suggest or to give advice on what you can and what you cannot do. Only you can discern your limitations. But I'll say this. Go and get your degree. That is an accomplishment that you wanted. The way technology is advancing now, who says that you won't be geared in some type of virtual suit and here you are, a robot, and with your control is in the water. Don't limit the possibilities on your life. Remember, your location where you are right now is not your destination. You have the ability to still accomplish those dreams because what I find also of you just going back to school now that you have the money is one, you have nothing to lose. Two, you are fulfilling a dream that you have placed on your life. And three, you're worth it. True story, I'll tell you this. Looking back on my life and when I was in college, I always said that I would go to New York or L.A. Kind of similar if you thinking like you want to be a marine biologist. Now, I could have looked at my limitations of not having a full planned out job instead of a three month fellowship of going to New York. But I still took the chance. And when I put one foot in the other, I saw that other things start to pan out. And so my path of taking a chance of being at a PR agency with three months jump started my career in radio. Because it got me to New York. And in being in New York, I was able to work at a, a, a heritage station 
WBLS, which kicked off me producing a morning show, which kicked off to me actually staying in radio, having my online show, to being the digital content producer of the Steve Harvey Morning Show, to having my weekend segment of what's happening, and to develop and to put this podcast, Vitamin D Podcast, coming into your speakers right now on iHeartRadio app and wherever you're listening to your favorite podcast. So if your question is to me as to whether or not you divert from the dream, the answer is no. Stay true to you and watch all of your dreams come true. Oh, you like what I did there? Okay. Oh my goodness, y'all. That was fun. I loved it. I didn't expect to get such interesting questions. Life, love, only fans. You know, a big part of why I do this is to be able to have a more direct interaction with you. And I'm so happy to be able to provide insight. I think it's important to know that we don't always have things figured out. And sometimes we need to ask for help. Heck, that's what I'm here for. I'm always down to listen and offer some insight. And look, if you have an issue, something that's bogging you down and you can't get over it, like you can't talk to someone, let me tell you what you need to do. Talk to someone, talk to your friends, talk to your parents, talk to a therapist, especially if you're having mental health issues. You can also talk to me. And speaking it is the first step to making what you want a reality. So if you feel you need advice on purpose, passion, career, love, or anything else, you need to live your best life, go ahead and submit your vitamin D advice letter to vitamin D at dawndayspeaks.com, okay? I can't wait to hear from you. And as always, you can catch us where you get your podcast every Monday with more inspiring conversations and insights. And if you're looking to get even more vitamin D in your life, you can also follow me on all social media at Dawn Day Speaks. That's Dawn, D-A-I Speaks on all social media. Well, that's it for this dose of vitamin D. Until next time, always remember, you are your greatest asset.